This is the intro of a podcast where we do intros. This is just the intro well, podcast. We only do one. We only do intros. It's just a podcast of intros. Can you imagine a smash cut of every intro ever of the show? <laughs> oh, dang. We should release that to our patrons. Gosh. Yeah, special bonus episode. <laughs> uh, and Hi, everyone and would welcome. delete us and unsubscribe. Welcome to Make Believe Heroes, an actual play, 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons adventure. I'm Paul, your Dungeon Master for this D&D podcast, and I'm joined today by four players. Hey guys, it's Jeremy, and I play Sutsaurus. I'm Jeffrey, and I play Servants of the Wall. We are players indeed, and I am Alan, and I play Char. Char. Charmander! I'm Felicia. And I play Misk. That's true. So, season three, episode nine. We are well into season three. This one we're already this, done with season three. <laughs> this one's going places, guys. Bad yeah, places, like Misk death. A lot happening. Yeah. If I happening. die, I'm just going. So we want to hop right into it, but let's take care of some business up front, shall we? First of all, BattleBards.com. Our great sponsors who allowed us to use their sound effects and music for all these years now. Uh, you should go and check them out. They have some really cool things that you can use at your table that will just enhance the experience for your players. So go over there, use the code MBH Podcast to get 15% off of a BattleBards Prime subscription. Try it out. See if you like it. Speaking of things that you might like, have you checked out patreon.com slash makebelieveheroes? Because I feel like you'd really like it. We have some really cool rewards over there, like early release on Fridays, our awesome Discord that we get on and chat about the podcast and other podcasts or just whatever. Um, just lots of awesome things. The community is great. You should go check it out. And even at $1, you can join on the Discord and just show us your support. We are very, very, very thankful for our $1 tier supporters. And uh, speaking of supporters, I would like to give a shout out to one of our new patrons, on patreon.com, Knight versus Dragon. Thank you so much for becoming a patron on patreon.com. We've had a number of interactions with Knight versus Dragon on Twitter. Very, very cool. Uh, thank you for your support, and um, you're amazing. I, I, think, I think that's really the best way to say it. You, you're amazing. But say, hey, Paul, I don't, I don't, have, I don't have that cash right now, you know? Uh, that's fine. You can go to iTunes or Stitcher.com or anywhere that takes podcast reviews. Leave us a five-star review, and when you do, we'll jot down your name and read your review on the air. You can be just like Jeff, who left us this review titled, Funness. Is that a word? It is now. I'm young, and my mom has restrictions on my phone, so I can't listen to explicit podcasts. This is clean and short, so I can listen to it in one sitting. It started before I got my phone. So I'm just binging it. It's amazing and fun. Occasionally, it's a little quiet. Also, don't listen because you will waste two weeks of your life listening to amazing storytelling with interesting characters, and you will become a nerd. And now I'm editing this again. The finale and the epilogue for season one made me cry. I'll try not to edit this again. Okay, I'm back. <laughs> a third edit. Now I absolutely hate you people. You left me. Suddenly an elf climbs out of the device. Before you stands an elf, about 4'6". He has gold hair and blue eyes. He then bashes you on the head with a shield. The end. 
<laughs> okay, that review was a real roller coaster. Um, Jeff, thank you for the five stars. I'm not sure what I did specifically, which episode or where it was that things just went bad that you summoned this elf to come out of the uh, the screen and bash us on the head. But thanks for the review. And regarding the quietness, that's something that I struggled with. And uh, I'm just going to be honest. I, I was doing everything I could, trying my best to make this recording louder. I was amping the audio, amping the, the volume, and it just wasn't working. And I actually got some advice from fan of the show and one of our patrons, Sam Sharples, and actually figured it out finally. You may have noticed that season three in the last, I'm not sure how many episodes, season two were significantly louder than the previous one. So my plan is to go through and bump all of our episodes from season one and the first half of season two to that louder level. And hopefully that'll be good for any of you that want to go back and re-listen and for all of you that have listened for the first time. So that's enough. Let's talk about D&D. Last time on Make Believe Heroes. Char and Vance took their hostages, Saul and Misk, on their ship and tried to make their way through the Thunder Canal. But the storm was a little bit too much for them to handle at this hour in the middle of the night. So they decided to take shelter on the shore in the jungles north of Venthaven. Taking shelter beneath a large tree, a couple of them started to get a little bit of rest, but soon their rest was disturbed by horrifying visions which were shortly followed by the sound of something crying out for help deep in the forest. Quickly, Sir Vance and Misk, followed by Saul and then sort of followed by Char, they went looking for whoever was in distress and they came upon a small hut in the middle of the jungle. A ramshack little cabin made from vines and moss and some sort of canvas, probably human skin. And uh, inside there was a woman... A young woman cradling a limp body of a small boy, pale. She said that he'd been bitten by something in the forest and she was afraid that her child, her loved one, was dying. Cervantes tried to use his lay on hands to cure the poison to help the boy. But it didn't go so well. He had some sort of freaky reaction, started flipping upside down, his bones cracking and crawling like upside down with his face toward the ceiling, you know. Uh, The woman began to laugh maniacally, and then this pile of rags and pelts rose up off the ground with glowing green eyes cackling and quoting poetry to them, which was particularly damaging to Char's psyche. And to Felicia's. Yeah, not Misk's, but Felicia's. So you said it was likely human skin. Since we're near Haven, wouldn't it be more likely elf skin? Oh. I mean, maybe. We're not super near Haven. But to be fair, it would probably likely be just about any other race but human for where you guys are. But there are humans in Venthaven. Wow. I'm allergic. Maybe they just really don't like humans. But you're right, it's probably mostly elves. It's Hopefully it's not any kind of humanoid skin. I'm just saying it probably is. That's gross. Maybe they really like humans, and that's why they take their skin, because humans have really moisturized skin. Kind of like Saul taking people's ears. He's just a collector. Saul still have that ear necklace... It wasn't a necklace. He wears it around his belt. Oh, has he still got that hanging out? Well, yeah, of course. Eventually, like, if one of them, like, starts rotting real bad, he'll go ahead and pull that one off. But he's... Let's... Never mind. I changed my mind. I don't want to hear this. Does he keep the ear bones? Mm. 
Mm, uh, juicy cartilage. Bones. Probably. Probably Ooh. keeps the bones in a bag. Um, the point of it nope. is, is that if he ever finds somebody to barter with, he would trade the ears of, look how many I killed. So the battle ensued. <laughs> uh, these three freaky things started casting spells and stabbing them with their long claws. And Misk particularly had a bit of a harrowing vision as the wounded, undead forms of... Charlie, Charlie and, and Charlotte, Charlotte, the two twins of her friend, the Shiv, were coming toward her. They jumped onto her and began biting and stabbing like, her. Creepy. Yes, that's where we ended. Misk, it's your turn. I got hit. These two forms are stabbing at you, and you took some serious damage. Let me ask you a question. You did a your first wisdom save that we did at the beginning. You succeeded that, right? I did. The first one. Okay. I did. That's good. So you are not frightened by anything. Who is no. frightened? I am. Uh, Saul. Saul's frightened and Char is frightened. Saul is afraid of the little boy. Vance is not frightened. I don't think you... Did you make a save, Vance? I didn't have I don't to. Think you, I, don't, I don't think you did. You should have had to. I forgot. That's all. <laughs> so now it is... It's what you get. Now it is Misk's turn. Ain't scared. Misk, these two kids are like stabbing you and biting you. What do you do? I'm about to pee my pants. Okay. <laughs> then what? Don't that's do your, that. Well, that's, we'll, call that a, we'll call that a free action. Okay, I'm not <laughs> going to pee my pants. I'm better than that. Okay. So, I hollered at Saul mm-hmm. last episode. Yep. Right. Did they he... can't They can't see anything on you. And Saul is currently engaged with a freaky bone-cracking... So, he pretty much ain't going to say nothing to me. Uh, he did not, but uh, he's... Feared of the thing that made him afeard, so his intention mm, is to true. come and help her. Misk, I'm, I'm coming. That's true, but it's between you and her. Ooh, and you can't get them off me, Saul. Get them off me. It is Misk's turn, though. It's not Saul's turn. But Miss, you say you you yell that out, Saul, that you're coming. Misk, you're saying get them off me, get them off me. What do you do? Huh. Try and get them off you. Yeah. Mm, I don't think you have a weapon in your. I hand. had my rapier drawn when I ran a surveillance. Okay, that's fine. She did. So I'm probably going to like try to get them off with my rapier, but also mm-hmm. my hand. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that would happen. I can't just like poke them and sling them. You can try. I mean, they seem totally physical to you. You know what I'm saying? So I'm trying to cut them and get them off me. Okay, so swing your. You try to swing your rapier at, at one. Yeah. All right, go roll me an attack roll. Thank you. Oh, that's not good. That's a miss. Yeah, that's you're seven plus four. you're unable to kind of wield it the way that you need to, and uh, you're you're swinging it, but you're not able to hit one. You're kind of losing it just a little bit. I'm losing it just a little bit. <laughs> Somebody help me. Okay. Sorry, I blared. Yeah, it's okay. I can. It's fine. I just, <laughs> just felt leave it. good for a second. <laughs> it's fine. Um, so at that, it is now the turn of the rags creature. Not the rags. You cut it up pretty good, didn't you, Vance? Yeah. It takes a step towards you. Its breathing is kind of like ragged, you know? I'll lick it. You lick it? Don't do that. You shouldn't. I would recommend that you don't do not do that. Okay, I won't. You shouldn't. (laughs) Alan said, you shouldn't. (laughs) You should not. (laughs) In fact, in fact, don't. Don't do that. (laughs) Please. You know what else? Vance, we forgot to do when it was your turn. What? You have the you didn't it put a curse on you? No, it put a curse on Misk, didn't it? Didn't do nothing to me. 
It did the miss. Oh, it did the miss. Yeah, but it didn't matter. You, you didn't succeed on anything anyway. But we need to remember that if you try to take an action, you're cursed. Vance. Don't forget, Vance. You got a bardic inspiration. This thing uh, cackling points its hands up at you, and uh, it says, Kill, kill, kill. Yes, they will. And I need you to make me a wisdom saving throw. You left out the last part. And their blood we shall spill. I like it. What does the bardic inspiration do? You can roll a d8 and add it to your roll. If you need it. Do I do that before you tell me if it's a fail or safe? I do. Yes, it has to be before I tell you. Okay. So wisdom safe. Yes. Okay, that's a 23, so 19 plus 4. That is a success, so you succeed. Ha! So you are not frightened from it. You look into her eyes and you make that save, and you're not frightened of her, and now you can't be. But she, like, moves her hands, and you hear this sound of, like, wood breaking and earth churning, and crawling up out of the ground comes Guy and Lorik. What? What? With their eyes rolled back, their skin mostly rotted, each of them is holding in their hand a wand, and they are pointing it towards you. Guy has, like, one leg, and his other leg is mostly just bone. Uh, Lorik, his, like, chest is open into gaping wounds, and you can see through them, and they're walking towards you. What? And now it is Saul's turn. (laughs) Misk, I'll be right there. And Saul's going to cast Catapult. And basically, I want to get, like, a loose stone off the ground or, you know... A bottle sitting on a shelf or a loose stone on the fireplace, something. And I want to try to smash the skull in of this uh, this little spider dude. He's got to make a dex 13 save. So you are frightened of the little spider dude? Yes, I can't get close to him. I'm pretty sure that doesn't frighten mean you can't attack it too? Or you have disadvantage on attacking it, I think is what it means. Creature has disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls while the source of its fear is within line of sight. So it's not just so on just, it, it's on yeah. any checks. Well, as long as you're afraid on it, yeah. Yep. As long as you're afraid of it. And I can't willingly move closer to the source of my fear. Yes. So go ahead, and if you want to attack that thing, you can. You just have to do it with disadvantage. I'm not attacking it. It is making a save. Okay. From me basically throwing something at it with a spell. Okay. Ooh. Catapult. Catapult. It's Saul's doing something he's never done before. His eyes, they, they glow a little, little bit more red. He's uh, in his fear as he's stumbling backwards. He's going to will a stone off the fireplace to hit this thing. What's the DC? 13. Dexterity? C. It succeeds. What a jerk. So does it take half damage or no damage? I'm checking. I think it's none because it missed. On a failed save. That, okay, so it succeeded. Yeah, so it doesn't doesn't take a no damage? Nope. It misses. Okay. So it, it just kind of quickly shuffles out of the way, like a little freaky, fleshy spider boy. Do you do anything else? Um, I want to... I want to disengage. Okay. As my cunning action, and then I want to use my move to... Is it possible for me to get around it to misc? I would say you can kind of circle around it so you're not moving closer to it, but... Like, any direction that you go around to get toward Misk would bring you closer to it. It's just like a couple feet away from Misk. See what I'm saying? Yeah. But you can kind of circle around so that Misk is between you and it, 
if that's you know what I mean. Yeah. You cannot approach her, but at the end of your turn, you can make a save to try and save from frightening. So you want to circle around it, kinda. I think he's just gonna stay where he's at, just kind of frozen in fear. Okay. So go ahead and make me a save to try and see if you uh, can break free of your fear. Is it a wisdom save? I do believe that's what it was before, right? So I think it's the same. Twelve on the dice. Plus zero. It's only twelve. That's not going to do it. Sorry. Sorry. freaking out. Close, though. Now it is the boy's turn. Oh. So let me just look at this boy for just a minute here. Let's look at this the boy. boy. He's a good boy. He's a good spider boy. Boy. Spider boy. You remind me of the babe. Big in the city? What babe? The babe with the power. What power? Power of voodoo. Who do? You do. Do what? You remind me of the babe. Ah! What the heck was that? Okay. Got him. It's from the labyrinth. I haven't watched it. I've watched it years and years ago. Yeah, it's been a long time ago for me as well. Okay, this thing, uh, this boy, he skitters back away from you, and it kind of stands up on its legs and twists its body around again so that it's facing you, but its torso is still kind of backwards, Mm. and its arms reach way back, and its shoulder blades bulge towards you, and it lets out another one of those shrieks, and out from its hand uh, comes a lightning bolt. And it is being aimed toward... I don't think that you and Char would be in a straight line. So it is aiming toward Char. Why? Because uh, inflict wounds. So I need you to make me a dexterity saving throw. Is that one wisdom? Actually, I'm going to say that it could maneuver in such a way that it would definitely hit the two of you. So I need you both to make that, Saul. Not very cool, bro. Since you disengaged, it's free to move around and, and aim. I got a natural 20. Wow. So Saul takes no damage. What did you get, Char? Uh, a natural eight. <laughs> Plus zero. Natural eight. Why would you do this? He's rolling a lot of D6s. Paul, peel some of those back. Eight D6s. Peel some of those back. Oh, crap. Be nice, Paul. Paul's well, trying to kill all of us. 22. He said 22. 27. 27. 30. 34 lightning damage. TPK. Well, thankfully, <laughs> yeah. I have an amulet of absorption, so I heal. <laughs> <laughs> that much lightning. Nice. I'm just kidding. Love That's it. not true. This bolt of lightning comes flying out between its palms, and he survives. Just crashes into your chest. It actually kind of knocks you back against the wall, and your body is wrecked with electricity. Why are you evil? How much damage? 12? 34, actually. Well, that's enough to uh, kill me <laughs> outright. Like, no. No, I have 6 HP left, guys. Wow. All right, here we go. Ready? Next on the line is Char. Well, Char is going to cast Cure Wounds on himself. That's a third might. level spell. So he, <laughs> I thought he might. So Char is going to cast Cure Wounds on himself, so it's touch so he does like a little gesture and then just kind of puts his head on his forehead kind of like he's uh you know like you're feeling if you have a fever but it doesn't work because your hands as hot as your forehead right right and there's just a little glow on his forehead 3d8 plus three yes okay so that's 17 plus three that's 20 
20. Well done. So you feel this energy, this well-being flow back into your body. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. You do anything else? After I do that, I do nothing else. Okay. Is he afraid? I'm always afraid. That's my secret. Now it's the woman's turn. Misk, she backed up against the wall as her little evil children came towards you. Now she is going to... What's she going to do? What's she going to do? I dare to. She's going to give up. She is going to cast another spell. She's so extra. This one she is going to cast on Sir Vance. Oh. Vance, I need you to make a... Never mind. She's got to do a thing first. Oof. What's your AC? 16. So that is a hit. This green-looking gas comes, like, pouring out of her fingertips, and it blows towards you as if by some foul wind right into your face, and you breathe it in before you know it's on you, and uh, you're going to take some damage. I need you to make me a constitution saving throw. I refuse. Mm. Yes? That's a five. Okay. You take six poison damage, and as you breathe it in, it fills your lungs, and you are coughing and retching, and you are poisoned until the end of your next turn. So, it's not not too bad, but until the end of your next turn, you are poisoned, which I believe gives you disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks. Well, whenever that happens, mm-hmm. I point my finger at her okay, and say, oh. keep your foul gases to yourself. Oh, what happens? Hellish rebuke. What? Yeah. <laughs> you have a hellish rebuke? Yes, I do. Servants, it's changed. Just to make a deck save? Um, Servants has suddenly become cool. Yes. It doesn't matter. She rolled a three, so she fails. So go ahead and roll me 2d10 fire damage. Mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. That's 13. 13 damage? Yeah. So this is actually the first time she's been hit. Oh, great. Nice. How does that look when, when that fire comes out from you, Vance? Is it coming from me or bursting up around her? That's up to you. you, you okay. You're telling me how it looks. You pointed your finger at her, didn't you? Yeah, I point my finger at her, and this black, like a thin line of black flames shoots straight towards her and then explodes Ooh, all around flames. her in these black flames. I like that. Black flames, that's cool. She does not like that. She shrieks, and it's actually your turn. So you can you have two figures walking towards you as this is all occurring. One is your friend Guy, and the other is your old friend Loric, Darkbolt. They're holding wands up towards you and walking towards you. What do you do? Um. Wow. I suppose that would be kind of confusing, but it would. You're going to get a chance to make a wisdom save here in a second, but right during your turn, you don't. You do it at the end of your turn. Yeah, I would just um, use my Hexblade's curse on the rag person. Okay, so what needs to happen? Uh, as a bonus action, I choose one creature I could see and curse it for one minute or till it dies. And okay. I gain a bonus to damage rolls and I score a critical hit on 19 or 20. Okay, cool. 
so you have cast your Hexblade's curse on this thing. Does your like sword light up or something when you do that, or do something weird? Well, I don't know what these things are, but we'll just say that the very edge of the blade starts glowing a brighter red. It would. Okay. And uh, is that, what is that? Is that a bonus action? Or? Yep. Yeah, it's a bonus action. So you still have your action, right? Yep, and I'm going to attack the Ragman. Rag lady. Do it. Ragman. Ragman's a hero, sort of, from DC. Well, that's a 13. Okay. But this- can you use Bardic Inspiration on de- attack rolls? Yes. Yes. Well, I'm going to do that. And I did not say if that was a hit or a miss. So yeah, that's ahead. why. <laughs> that's a six, so 19. That's a hit. Is it, though? No. Nice. Is that a critical hit, then? Because it's a 19? Uh, no, I think it has to be a 19 on the die, right? Are you? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because, like, yeah, if it, yeah, if, yeah, if it yeah, was yeah, a 20 yeah. modded, it still wouldn't be. Yeah. So, yeah, it would have to be a 19 on the die. Okay. Rolls it the much. I'm not sure how I'm going to add all this up. Okay. Okay, so that's from the 2d6 plus 5. 11. Is 11 plus 5 would be 16. Okay. You add your 3, right, for the Hexblade curse? Yeah. Okay, so that would make it a 19. And then 6 for the Hex was only 1 for that. Okay, so 20. You do 20 damage on that first attack. So you bring your sword down again, just slashing across this thing, and you do 20 damage. She shrieks a shrill cry and kind of stumbles back away from you. Do you take your second attack? Yes. I kind of want to cut his head off. That would be nice. Mm, 16. That is a miss. What? Oh, my goodness. Really? Yep. You're cheating. Paul's trying to, Paul's trying to kill us. Uh, you guys have been rolling really high this whole time. You jinxed us. Two, at least two of these things have a pretty decent AC. One of them is less. Oh wait, 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 wait! Which one are you attacking? The Ragman. Uh, I'm wrong. Yeah, that actually is a hit. Ha ha! Jeez. I was looking at the wrong one. My bad. That's a hit. See what happens. That's eleven Sorry, again. That's so eleven plus five is sixteen. 16. Plus three is 19. Uh-huh. Plus... You get the hex twice or just once per turn? Plus six more. The hex is the hex is ongoing, I'm pretty sure. The hex thing. Whenever you hit cool. it with an attack, it doesn't say once per turn. So that is 25 damage. Mm. Yep. You said you want to take its head off, right? Yes. Get it, boy. Take its head off. <laughs> Does it have a head? I thought it was just a pile of rags. It's got eyes, so... It's standing up humanoid formish. It's just covered in rags. You can kind of aim for the eyes, the headish part. So do it. Yeah, I will swing it straight across and take its head off. Mm-hmm. And when that happens, well, maybe you all probably wouldn't notice, but this eye opens up on the pommel of my sword and flashes a bright, bright red. You hear this uh, this voice in your head, Vance, and it just says. Mmm, delicious. delicious. So, and now it is... Uh, wow. Hold on, no, I, I've got some bonuses from that, because I think I regain <laughs> yeah, you get, regain yeah, you health. Regain three, yeah, you regain three health. Yeah. I think from your, your Hexblade Hex or whatever. Yeah. Man, Vance has a lot going on. Oh, Would I, sure uh, that's a human? <laughs> 
What were you going to say? So can I change my hex now that I killed it because... Well, not on this turn, I don't think, because it's a bonus action, right? Yeah, because it says... uh, And it says once per short rest, yeah. If a target drops to zero hit points before this spell ends, you can use a bonus action on a subsequent turn of yours. Oh, a subsequent turn. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, on the hex, right? Yep. Yeah. I keep getting the hex and the hexblade curse. Double uh, hexes. By it. Uh, wow, a lot happened. Okay, that's the end of your turn, Vance. That's enough. Okay. Um, Come on, I want to do more. Misk, it is now your turn. These two things are on you. You can take an action. You'll have a chance to save at the end of your turn. I don't know if I should. I don't know if I should like heal myself. I mean, it's up to you. You're you're hurting. You know that. You know that you've been wounded. You know these things are on you, like trying to stab you and bite you. But Miss seen all that happen with the uh, servants. Kind of. But she's probably but you've also very. Got, yeah, yeah, you've got two like evil spirit monster children stabbing you and biting you. So well, you're, you're a since distracted. she hollered for Saul, mm-hmm. and he didn't come help her, okay. which, sorry, Saul, but you didn't. He really wanted uh, to. He couldn't get past the monster. So, she's probably, since she was with Servant, she's mm-hmm. going to holler for him. Okay. Servant, help me. Charlotte, they're on me. Help. Please, do something. Okay. She's going to still try to just hit them off of her because she don't know they're fake. Yeah, no, yeah. So you you swing your sword at them, and uh, you don't even have to make a roll for it. You're you're really unable to do so because they're kind of holding you down. Uh, go ahead and make me a wisdom saving throw. That's not good. Oh, crap. What was that? What was that? That's a four. four. Yeah. <laughs> That's a four. So this could be bad. Oh, no. How about you just don't make it bad, and that'll be fine. <laughs> Make it, like, kind of bad, just not, like, all the way, you know? It's really not all that bad. Okay. Um, you take 16 damage. Okay. I'm still not down. Ooh. I get not down. I rolled two I twos and a three. Never gonna get me down. So, so that was 16, so yeah. 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. Okay. So I have five, five HP. Wow. So can I, do I got something else? Can I do something else? Um, you could, but it would have to have been bef- it would be before that. But I don't care if you still want to retroactively do something. What were you wanting to do? I was just gonna give me some hit points. Uh, something. yeah, as a with a cure. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, I got healing word. Healing word. Yeah, it's a bonus action. You could use healing word as a bonus action. Yeah, that's what I wanted to do. Okay, how do you? What do you do? I'm just gonna like pep talk myself. Okay. Miss, it's it's okay. You're gonna be fine. Saul is gonna get you. And this whole time they're like scratching me and all this junk. All right, what level? The best one I got. Third, okay. So roll 3d4s. 3d4s. Three of them? Mm hmm. You got a four, a one, and three. So that's eight plus four. So you yeah. get back 12 hit points. That's good. Also, I'm going to give you inspiration. Yay! For spending your action swinging at nothing. Yeah, nice. I, I could have. Listen, it was hard. Yeah. Yeah, knew that they were fake. <laughs> I know, but it's, it's I like it. So, have inspiration. Uh, now it is Rag's turn. Rag's dead. Saul's turn. I'm, I'm, I need to get to my sister, and he's going to pull out his rapier, uh-huh. and, and it's going to erupt in flames. Oh. Bum, bum. And I'm going to use my inspiration to negate the disadvantage. Can I do that? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can cash it in. I'm going to cash in my inspiration and uh, attack the spider guy with a flaming sword. Okay, he, you, didn't, you didn't move away from him, so I'll say that you're close enough that you can hit him. All right, here we go. You can do it. <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> it's a 13 plus 6, so... Hey, that's pretty good. That's what are you bad. talking about? That's good. That's a 19. It's a 19. Yeah. A 19 is a hit. It's a hit? What? what? You hit it. Bum, bum. 1d8 plus 3. Eh, that's a 2 plus 3, 5, but then I get 2d6. Fire damage. And that's non-additional. Okay, so what is that total? Nine and six is 15. Swifteen. All right, you stab into this thing for 15 damage, and uh, it shrieks and, like, is crawling away from this sword that you stick into it. You can tell that it is very, very, very not a fan of whatever it is that is empowering that sword you're using. Uh, did it move in such a way that I can get closer to Misk? No, it, it's not actually like moving. It's just kind of shrieking back from you a bit. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not its turn, so he can't really move. Okay. Um, is that the end of your turn? Yeah, I think I think that's it. All right, make a save. Wisdom. Even worse, it's a nine. Wow, you're still afraid. Okay, now it is this thing's turn. It's skittering back, skittering back, really freaked out by this fiery sword that you just stabbed at it. And uh, it is going to fire off a magic missile at you. These, like, bubbles of skin like oh, no. lift up off of its body as it's shrieking back from you. And they turn into these, like, sharp-ended darts of basically flesh that turn hard and jab into you. No, look out! Uh- for zero damage. Holy crap. <gasps> so you take 17 damage. Ooh. It rolled three fours. <gasps> four, four, and four. That is crazy. Saul coughs some uh, blood. It's almost Yahtzee. 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 As, as this is happening and, and its little skin dart things are flying towards you and, and like thudding into your body it is shrieking and you all see it like twist and pop and then like disappear in a puff of gas oh no it did not and now it is uh char's turn you all can still hear it shrieking in your minds but you can't hear it with your ears so i was afraid of it right but now it's no longer in my line of sight it is not in your line of sight. Okay. Well, the only target left is the the woman, right? The woman that you can see, yes. I'm going to cast Guiding Bolt as a third level spell. Yeah, just go ahead. Just burn it all. Do it. That is a 16. On the woman. Yes. That is a miss. Okay. So it says on a hit... A flash of light streaks toward a creature of your choice within range. Make a ranged spell attack against the target... And then on a and the target takes forty six radiant damage, and the next attack roll made against it, etc., etc., has advantage. Uh, but it says on a miss, the target dies instantly. Oh, well, it's dead. Woo. No, you. I'm, I'm sorry, you miss. <laughs> Nothing happens. It dies at all. instantly. You blast the light at it, but it it just it skitters out of the way, ducks and dodges and laughs. Yeah. Sorry. So, I. Uh, 
end my turn. And now it's her turn. No. Seeing that one of her companions is a clump of dead flesh on the floor, and one of them just poofed up on out of here, she is going to... Uh, let's see. What is she going to do? What's she going to do, guys? I don't want her to do nothing. She freaks out. She's going to run away. She lunges at you. Misk, you're the closest one to her. And she knows her little creatures are trying to hurt you. And she's going to try and stabby stab you with her claws. Remember, I just seen that cloak thing, so I'm going to use it this time. Disadvantage on... Attack roll. Attack rolls against me. Pretty much if, if they roll... Good, then I can't use that thing until like my next Okay, run. well, it, it doesn't matter. She rolled a two. Good. She lunges at you, but you're like moving around and trying to bat off these little cr- critters that are on you, and she misses. And uh, now it is actually Vance, your turn. And you've seen this woman kind of lunge in your direction. She's trying to attack Misk. What do you do? I transfer my hex onto her as a bonus action. Okay. And then I try to attack her. Okay. Roll it. That's uh, an 18. That's a hit. This thing's AC is a 17 for the record. Shut up. Wow. Should have been a 16. Uh, that's Sorry. 15. <laughs> I'm not salty at all. Plus two more for the necrotic would be 17 damage. And I'm going to attack again. Again? Okay. He's cheating. That's a 21. Nice. Also a hit. So 6 plus 5 is 11 plus one more necrotic damage, so 12 total. Okay, so you step up slashing across this thing a couple times. She streaks backing up, and uh, that's the end of your turn. Yeah. All right, now it is Misk's turn. Misk, what do you do? So those things still haven't disappeared. They haven't, but now this this other thing is right up in your biz. Like, they're on you, like, stabbing at you, but this woman but is right in front scary. of you. And you you firmly believe that she summoned these things. Like, you know that, but you do know that she's responsible. You know what I'm saying? She did this. She cast it. You saw it. You know what I'm saying? It's like she summoned them. So if you wanted to attack her now that she's right up on you, then it, it makes sense to me. You know what I mean? Not that you couldn't have done so before, but... Kill them all. Okay. I guess I'm going to use, uh, I guess I can just stab her. Okay. Oh, by the way, I was didn't tell you what uh, skill or whatever that oh, yeah. she has disadvantage on. Okay. We'll go with wisdom. Okay. All right, you going to stab at her with your rapier? <sighs> yeah, since I already have it out. Okay, stab her. Okay. Kill her to death. A, can I use inspiration? Inspiration. <laughs> you can. You can. Here, let me help you. That was a nat one, by the way. Oh my gosh. That's better. What is it? It's a thirteen plus six. Is a nineteen? Yeah. Is a hit. Okay, so it's one d eight plus three. Okay. Eight. Oh, really? Well done. So 11 damage? 11 damage. Boom. Okay. You just kind of thrust forward and stick your rapier into this woman, and she shrieks. And now it is Saul's turn. Somebody please kill her. She's so Saul, close. the spider thing, the boy, is mm-hmm. not in sight. 
you can still hear the sound of something skittering and shrieking every once in a while, mm-hmm. but it's not in sight. Saul is, he's still, like, nervously looking around for it. Like, it really messed with him. Yes. Your sword's still uh, aflame, right? Yes, it is. That's what I was just checking to make sure it doesn't drop after one attack. Um, I'm going to run up by Misk now, if I can, just dash uh, right next to her mm-hmm. with my rapier. Okay. Glad that he's finally there. Misk, are you, are you okay? Oh, die! And he's just going to stab the thing in front of him. Okay, real quick, Misk, I need you to make me a wisdom saving throw. To try and save from the things. I forgot to do this. I hate those things. That's bad. Okay. She about to take some damage because she rolled another. She's rolling terrible. Y'all are not doing well in your wisdom safes tonight. <laughs> I gave this woman the disadvantage on wisdom safes, not our friends. <laughs> Why you guys? So, Misk, uh, you stab forward and you hit the woman, and when you do, she screams. And Charlie and Charlotte dig their claws in, and they bite you, and you take twenty-seven psychic damage. Uh, Holy crap! Is she dead? Oh. So that does drop you to zero hit points, right? Yeah. So, Misk. You cry out when this happens, and you your eyes roll back in your head, and you slump to the floor. And you guys can see blood freely pouring from her ears. And Saul, that's what you see at the beginning of your turn. What did you do to my sister? And he's going to come running, leaping across the room, uh, flaming sword, going to try to slam into the woman. That is awesome. Go ahead and roll it. It is a natural one. Can we just say it's not? Are you serious? Can you just be no, nice? We can't just say it. We can't just say it's not. If he'd give me inspiration for my awesome jump across the room before, <laughs> then you did say. Did you it was use awesome. your inspiration? I had used it earlier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did. Oh, okay. So I haven't updated your character sheet. No, it's a really cool scene. I was actually thinking about giving you advantage, but now I feel kind of dirty if I do it. Yep. So as you're leaping through the air toward her, you hear this uh, shriek again in your mind. And on her back appears the spider boy. He's just like latched onto her like some sort of a freaky insect. And when it does, you like stutter and step and you fall. You don't bring your sword down onto her. You actually drop your sword. And when you do, the fire goes out. Oh, snap. Great. And that is the end of your turn. But I will let you go ahead and make another save for your fear. Yeah, I want to wanna not be afraid. Please. Nope. Even worse. It's a six. I haven't been making saves for my fear. Should I have been? Yeah, you. I'm sorry, Char. You can go ahead and make a save. Wow. I have rolled worse on the wisdom save every turn. Yes. What's the... <laughs> what'd you get? <laughs> Me? Yeah, what'd you get? Uh, 15. Mm, that... Meets. So you are no longer afraid of it. You ain't scared. I ain't scared. Yeah, you're supposed to get to make that safety in your turn. I forgot. Yeah. Sorry. That's it. Well, I, I assumed last turn I just didn't because he was gone. I was like, oh, I'm no longer scared. But now the boy is back and it's his turn. Oh. And it skitters up onto the shoulders of the woman and it leaps onto your back, Saul. And it is going to stab. Saul throws up. It is going to dig its claws into your back. Oh, snap. You take nine damage. Saul is passed out. It knocks you out? I'm at zero. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Come on. (laughs) Okay. All right. So now it is Char's turn. 
Char, you see this thing jump on a Saul's back, dig its claws in, and Saul goes limp. Your hostages are passed out on the floor dying, guys. I scream, my tieflings! (laughs) (laughs) My tieflings! Uh, All right, go ahead. So I cast Prayer of Healing. Unfortunately, I'm out of third level spell slots. So I cast it at second level. Okay. And so uh, basically up to six creatures I can see Mm -hmm. within range, which is 30 feet. Regain hit points equal to 2d8 plus your spellcasting ability modifier. Wow. So none of y'all are undead or constructs, right? No. No. Maybe. Roll me 2d8s. And so I want to include myself on this. Okay. And does Vance need any health? I mean, yeah, I can use it, so. Yeah. Just go ahead and dump it on everybody. Just roll me 2d8s and we'll add it to everybody. He casts Curaga. Is the d8 the one with 10 sides or 8 sides? 8. 12. Uh, 12. 7. I just happened to look down and see my giant blue d20 sitting on a 20. Did I roll that at the beginning of this episode? Yes. Yep. I don't think I... Yeah. No. I think it was the beginning of the last episode. Is that the one you rolled this or last one? It's the reason why we're still dying. We're just carrying it over into this fight, I guess, because I, I've been rolling great as this is going on and you guys have not. Cheating. Yeah, I've been rolling okay. Vance has been killing it with his attacks, but your saves are all terrible. Even Vance failed his one save. Everybody heals 12. 12 hit points come flowing back into everyone. Saul and Misk, wake up. <gasps> Saul. Misk. Oh, get this thing off of me. Charlie and Charlotte are on me. Get them off me. I'm trying. Charlie and Charlotte. Jeremy, or Saul can't see them, can he? No, he can't. No, he cannot. So wouldn't you be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I see nothing. Talk or are you wadding about? There's nothing there, miss. It's just in your head. Sure don't look or feel like it. They're attacking me. They're killing me. Get them off. Is this a, is prayer of healing? Okay. So I just noticed that Prayer of Healing actually takes 10 minutes to cast. Oh, crap. <laughs> but that's on me, so I'm going to let it slide. It's good. Oh. I just happened to look to see if it was like a bonus action or not, you know? And I was like, it's not saying if it's an action or a bonus action. And then I noticed it said 10 minutes. He'd been praying for this for a while. Yeah. He just yeah, didn't say anything praying. about it. He's standing there praying. He's been praying all night. <laughs> praying all night. Started praying while we were going through the woods. Yeah. I'm going to let it happen. That's why he was leisurely strolling along. I don't know. That's my bad. It's okay, but I'll tell you what I am going to do is I'm going to take your action from you on the next turn. Does that sound fair? Yeah. <laughs> if you want to do a move or a bonus action, I'll still let you, but we'll say you don't get an action on your next turn. Also, since I don't believe in de- or I believe in them, but since I am like, ew, deities, who do I pray to? I pray to myself, I guess. So I'm that kind of guy. Yeah, I guess. Oh my god, go fight you so. Oh my god, go fight you so. Um, I don't know what okay. that means. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> it's uh, from the Jackie Chan cartoon. Okay. What is wrong with you guys? You don't know that? You guys say that. I knew all it was familiar, but I had no idea what it was from. <sighs> okay. I don't think I've ever seen that. It's a classic. It's great. It's the woman's turn. She uh, sees the two of you getting up from the floor. She sees the guy over there holding his hands up and doing something to bring health, I guess, back into the two of you, or the three of you, rather. Uh, she is going to... She mad. Hmm, what is she going to do? You mad, bro? What's she going to do? A lot of their options are now limited by the fact that you all killed one of them. Hey, guys. You're welcome. Good. We uh, actually even pulled off a spell in like six seconds. It takes 
10 minutes, so. Yeah. Oh. Seeing that you two getting back up off the floor, seeing one of her compatriots dead for this turn, she turns invisible and she kind of takes a step back and just fades from your vision. She's gone. And with that, it's Sir Vance's turn. She disappeared. Is the spider still there? Yes, Spider Boy is back. I will kill him. He's on my back. Save me. I'm excited about this. Because if he misses, he's going to take off Saul's head. Yep. He's going to poof out of existence right as you slash at him. You're going to just dig your sword down into Saul. I hope. And since he's uh, tiefling, it'll extra kill him. All right, go ahead. Make that attack. Okay. It's a 19. That is a hit. 7 plus 5 is 12. As you bring your sword down into this thing, you hear another voice in your you hear that voice in your head again. He goes, Finally. <laughs> and this thing screams, and your sword cleaves through it, and you see the black energy just lash out across its skin, and you immediately realize that this is a fiendish creature. And it just goes flopping back away from you, like clawing, trying to get away from you. Uh, it is still alive, but where you cut through it, you actually literally cut all the way through its midriff. Oh, wow. And there's this like black ecor kind of draining out, and it's it's like held on by its spine, but it is it is not long for this world. Dang. What do you do? So did, did, I, did I only do 12, or did it do more? You actually did 24 damage to oh, it. I thought so. Was this to the spider thing? Yes. So, yeah, I'm going to attack him again. Okay, with advantage. Okay. Okay, he smiles as he picks up a second d20. First roll's poop. Uh, 16 plus 8 is 24. So tell me how you do it. (laughs) I have one hit point left. It has one hit point left? It did. It doesn't now. Oh. What you do? So it's kind of skittering away, like... Yeah, it's like trying to get away from you as you're stepping toward it to attack it again. I'm just going to sword plant it, like, straight oh, in uh, the yeah, middle yeah. of Let's it. Let's not. I'm underneath of it, right? <laughs> yes. Well, it's, it's skittering away from you. Like, it, it has skittered off you. Yeah. Sliding away from you, skittering and flopping around and screaming. So I'm just going to pin it to the ground like a bug. Yeah, you step forward and you bring your sword just right down through it. And you almost hear that voice in your head, like, purring. And uh, it screeches, and as it does, you hear the voice of the woman come back and say, No, not my child! And uh, it burns with this, like, fire. It sizzles and flops around and goes still. And um, now it is Misk's turn. Misk? Yes. (laughs) Misk, the two figures that are on you that have been stabbing you, Charlie and Charlotte, they step back looking up toward the woman as she shrieks, and then they disappear. Gosh. I've literally been fighting nothing this whole round. It's been doing some fighting to you, though. What do you do? You see the woman standing there behind Sir Vance, her fingers sharp, pointed, raised, ready to charge him. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. What a jerk. Okay. She can't do nothing. So, I'm going to run up and jump in the air with my rapier. Be careful. Okay. And stab her right in the face. All right. No, I'm sick of being careful. All right, roll it. If I die, gonna go down swinging. Sugar, we're going down swinging. But come on, Paula, don't let me die. 
If you let me die, I'm pretty mad. At this point, you're probably okay. Okay, that's good. Probably just jinx me. Jinx me. Oh! Ow, that hurt. Nat 20. <laughs> yes! <laughs> was that hurt. real? <laughs> <laughs> that was. Oh, that she screamed and went, oh, that hurt. <laughs> Natural 20. So you roll me. I got a nat 20, y'all. 2d8 plus 3. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. What is it? 2d8 plus 3. So, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, plus 3. 15 damage. Can't just kill her already. No, but you do bring your sword stabbing right into her chest. And when you do, she lets out a cry and her form changes. She no longer looks like this woman. She looks like, she still looks female. Her hair like turns rattier, if it could. Her skin looks like it's covered in like these green pus filled sores. Mm. And like her teeth are sharp, but black and rotted. And she stinks. She nasty. She stinks a lot. And uh, it is now your turn, Saul. Um, Saul is going to... Get up. Um, he's going to get up, and he's going to, with his Paylor Raper, he's going to pick it up as he stands. Yes. Let's finish this. And he's going to step right next to Misk and mm-hmm. slice that rapier inside that woman. Okay. Uh, I have advantage. Right? Sneak attack gives me advantage when I'm right side to side with one of my people? No, it doesn't. It just gives you sneak attack. But I will give you advantage because this is a cool moment. The two of you rising from your death, stabbing her in the chest. Awesome. That's a good thing you did because that's a 17 total. (laughs) Okay, 17 (laughs) is what it takes. That's 1d8 plus 3. Whatever it takes. 1d8 and 3d6. 3d8 is 2, so that's 5. That's another five. So, how does it look when you kill this woman? Uh, I'm sure that Miss Grapier is still in her, right? Yes. Let's finish this, and then he's just going to go for an eyeball, and he just kind of wants to lift her up off the floor with his rapier through the top of her head. You stab her right through the face, and when you do, without you really meaning to, or even really being able to, the fire on your rapier lights again. And the two of you standing there with both of your swords stabbed into her, she shrieks and screams as the holy fire of Palor lights her head aflame. And she shrinks back, slides off of your blades, and falls onto the floor, burning, and dies. About time. And you all win. Misk, are you okay? How damaged are you? How much HP do you have left? Uh, whatever 12, y'all give. I think <laughs> I got twelve. Uh, Saul's hand lights, and he like reaches up and touches your cheek, and he's gonna give you his five points of his lay on hands. Oh, cool! So I got seventeen. That's nice. <sighs> Sorry, I couldn't get here faster. Char, did you see that? Do you see how Paylor did nothing? And I'm going to slide my rapier back in the scabbard. It's this funny. Isn't something that I, this isn't something that I do very often. I don't want to interrupt your role play. I'll probably stick this right before that. But uh, you all gained 1,500 experience points from this battle. Bum, bum, bum. That's cow. a lot of experience. Did I level up? It is. Probably not. No, you're all just starting no. at level six. You're a good ways from leveling up, but I, I want to track experience a little. You say 15,000? 15, 
hundred. Oh, that was oh. a fifteen. Yeah, we're way off. I was like what? Billion. But that's a pretty good battle, though. If it's fifteen thousand, we definitely leveled up, but it's not. So. Nah. nah, nah, nah. I reach and put my hand on Misk's shoulder and be mm-hmm. like, "Thank you for the kind words in that battle," and use twenty points of my lay on hands pull. Are, y- are y'all just gonna fight back and forth and give me different <laughs> points? I mean, that's great. Sweet. Thanks. All right. Thanks, Sir Vance. You're welcome. You guys look around and, and thanks all. <laughs> now you can all see like this this place is it's wrong. Like there are there's like actually a little wind chime hanging from the roof in the middle of the ceiling and it you can tell it's made from what looks like some sort of humanoid bones. Yeah. So there's some nasty looking like maggot covered food on the table. Couple corpses, three in fact, on the ground. Stinks in here. Can we get out of here? This place is really creeping me out. And I don't really get creeped out. I've been through a lot. Well, it could make a good shelter to finish our rest. (laughs) (laughs) Saul, did you not see Charlie and Charlotte? No. Come on, you're from the hills. It's some sort of psychic magic. It was so real. No, Sir Vance, you couldn't convince me to stay here for anything, and Saul's going to walk over and use, um... He's going to use control flames to set the ceiling on fire. Hmm. Okay. Okay. He's going to... You couldn't wait till we walked out to set the place on fire? It'll take a minute (laughs) to get going good. Yeah, I mean, it's it's still kind of raining anyway. He sets the roof on fire, and then Mm -hmm. he's going to quickly... Quickly go through everything and let's get out of here. And he's going to look through the bodies if there's any bodies. Like, yeah, there's bodies, but they're real gross and there's nothing on them of value. Okay. Actually, that's not true. Roll me an investigation check. Okay. It's not good. It's only a six on the dice. My investigation is. Yep, that's only an eight. The rest of the players are like, I want to do an investigation too. Something is there. You you don't find anything. Char is looking specifically for Eye of a Newt. Like, of the four of you, the only two that I, in character, would think might be checking out the bodies would be Saul and Char. Is Char looking at bodies? Yes, of course. Misk would definitely not be looking. Yeah, so roll me an investigation. He's not just looking at bodies, though. He's looking at everything, trying to see if there are any, any uh, juicy juices around. Yeah, roll me an investigation check. So, that is 17. Get it. Okay, you go to looking around. There's not really much of anything. Uh, There's nothing of value. It looks like some dark magic stuff that is... You you get the the, uh, gist that this was some sort of a coven. Hmm. And that these were some sort of evil creatures. Probably hags. Ew. You go to just quickly investigate the bodies. And you happen to notice something that looks out of place, sort of sticking out from underneath the bubbled-up, burnt skin of the spider boy. What is it? You reach down and kind of peel back the skin. Mm. It's this, this looks like a stone. It's red, like a bright red stone, and it feels warm in your hands. The one from the tree? No. Oh. And there seems to be a small light inside of it. I pocket it. You don't know what it is. I pocket it. There you go. It's it's roughly the size of, I don't know, it's not as spherical as an orange, but I would say 
comparable in size, a little more oval. I have big pockets. That makes sense. A small, a small orange, like a, like slightly bigger than a cutie. Yeah, I eat it. I peel it and eat it. Ooh, no. <laughs> you put it in your pocket. I do. Okay. So Saul lights fire to the roof. You all step out. Gotta love it. Yeah, if it's burning down. It's burning slowly but surely, with the rain falling slowly in this jungle. You make your way back, I suppose, the way you came towards your uh, your tree. Let's go yep. back to the tree. You guys get back to your tree. You try to take some rest. Yeah. Yeah. I could try to seep. Yeah, Saul immediately hits the sack. Let's not just run off when we hear screams next time. <laughs> Sounds good to me. And Misk is going to get her bedroll out and put it, like, right next to Saul. Mm-hmm. Like, really... Almost uncomfortably close. Yeah. But she's not going to say nothing if he's going to say something. I mean, if he's not going to say nothing, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, he won't say nothing to her. She just puts it right next to him and goes to sleep. You all don't have any freaky, like, uh, hag nightmares, but you, like, hag induced nightmares, but you do have nightmares about hags. I just wanted to say that Char does the same with Sir Vance. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. How does Sir Vance react? No. So you all rest through the night. You get a full night's rest. You get a long rest logistically. Sun rises the next morning. And while it's still raining and still storming where you are this close to the coast, things uh, have calmed down some. And Char, you're quite certain that you can get the ship through the Thunder Canal and out into the open sea today. I think we should have just stayed on the boat, honestly. But now that we're here... Now that now that the things are calmer, let's go. Was that a rest? It was what, full, full rest, long long rest, long rest. We have been rested. So you guys make your way to the boat. You get back up on the boat, set it out on the ocean. Uh, give me a quick char and Vance, or actually, is everybody working together? Yeah, let's do a group check. Everybody, give me a group check for sailing the boat. Group so check. Roll a, roll a d twenty. Um, you can use strength. Or dexterity. Saul got a natural one. I got a six. I got a eight. (laughs) So Vance? Um, Mine is a seven on the dice. So actually, no, you actually all died. Actually, I was wrong. Uh, It was not an easy... uh, No, actually. We're not good at this. You guys make it out, but you don't make good time. In between all the storm and, you know, the fight last night, the rest... It's going to take you guys three more days to reach Brightport as opposed to three total from when you left. It's been slow going. But by the end of the day, you reach the end of the Thunder Canal and leave it behind you. Yay. Sailing out into the open sea. And that is where we're going to end this episode. No. Wow. Great. I wanted to play Hey, at least we survived. You guys did survive. This is really good about, you know, getting hurt a lot. Well, part of that... I run up, I'm like, oh, I can help them, and I'm like, I can't. Yeah, that's part of it. Part of it is that Miss gets right up in the action, which is fine. That's kind of her character, but she's not really built for that. So, Sir Vance is good at killing stuff. Sir Vance was absolutely annihilating everything. First of all, fangirling right now, like Felicia, um, that was awesome with Sir Vance. I just want to let you know. I love how everything is so different 
with Vance. I love it. Like the whole time, every time Jeffrey is working on surveys, I'm like, this is awesome. Oh my God, this is so cool. Creepy, creepy voice in your head, Vance. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's crazy. I got to do one cool thing followed by a bunch of dumb stuff. I mean, <laughs> that was a really cool spell. Healing that was, was insane. neat, I guess. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> no, that no spell lie. was awesome. <laughs> when Char was going to do did that first move, I was like, man, he's just going to kill everybody for us. Yeah, the infl- <laughs> when you did the inflict wounds on the boy, <laughs> like that thing is bad. That thing has like, resistance what? to like everything except for... I was like, we'll never die now. Magic. And then that's the only thing he did. It had resistance... To cold, fire, bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing from non-magical attacks that aren't silvered. But almost everything that you guys hit it with was none of that. So, LOL. I mean, Jeremy's sword is magical. Obviously, magic is magical. Magic uh, is magical. I'm magical. Friendship is magic. Thanks to everyone for listening. We hope that you've enjoyed it. If you have, then you know what you should do? You should love us. Just Forever. as we love you. And if you have not checked out our Patreon, then go to patreon.com forward slash makebelieveheroes to get in on some awesome bonus episodes, cool behind-the-scenes content, etc., etc., early releases, all that stuff. And you can find out more at patreon.com forward slash makebelieveheroes. Thanks for listening, everyone. We love you. We love you. Bye. See you next week. Love. Okay. Is this a siren or a cat? It's a cat siren. Okay. (laughs) Okay. It's like a cat bus, but a siren.